0: Hi, this is John Lewis. Welcome to day three in our 25 Days of Gratitude Experience. Our theme this week is the priority of gratitude, and today's focus is on a simple definition of gratitude. Webster says that gratitude is the recognition and appreciation of benefits received. That's something that many, many of us humans do. It's it's normal that we do that on Christmas morning or at our birthdays when we get a gift. Of course, unless it's a gift that we didn't want from a you know, maybe a, an ignorant grandmother who didn't quite know what we wanted or whatever. But, um, but I know like when Carissa makes me a great meal or when there's sunshine um, here in the Northwest on Memorial Day weekend or a spring day, I, I feel grateful. I want to, I, I can say thank you for that. Gratitude with God is similar, but it goes a step further and it's, it, takes on the conviction that no matter what benefits I've received, God is the one who is the source. He's the giver of all the gifts. James 1.17 says, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father. I can imagine here the source of water that flows down from the rains and moves into a reservoir and then taps into our our spigots on our house and and we turn on the source and from that source all the water comes in you know to water our lawn and our vegetables that can, um, and it's this conviction that every good gift comes from God as the source that led Jesus to pray before he had meals and the 5,000 that were fed. And it's really why we pray at meals and teach kids to do so, because we believe that these these blessings didn't come from the store. Ultimately, they came from God. Now, this might sound easy, but I find that it's not as easy as it may initially sound because we have two often misperceptions. The first thing that we need to do to lean into a life of gratitude is to have a right view of ourselves, that we're just a helpless child who really can't do anything uh, ultimately, you know, for ourselves and by ourselves. For example, let's imagine a five-year-old child who comes down to the dinner table and announces to his parents, hey, I don't want to pray before dinner tonight. Hey, in fact, I've decided that I'm going to head out and I get my backpack full and I'm just going to move out and find a place of my own and start providing for myself because I'm pretty much ready to do that. And that would be absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Of course, the child has no ability you know, to, um, to be able to provide for himself. And as funny as that sounds, I can sometimes take a similar view of my own abilities, in the, uh, whether it's uh, walking alongside people in relationships or the work that I do in Kingdom Story. It's, it's I can get sucked into thinking that um, I'm doing this without the help of others. That's, I'm using my own gifts and competency. But when I see myself as a helpless child, everything changes. You know, so I might ask, how do you see yourself? Um, secondly, the uh, gratitude as uh, giving thanks to God um, and acknowledging um, his benefits to us requires that we see God as generous and on our side as loving. So that's why we talked about in the last podcast that the first command in the garden is eat, eat. And it's, it's an invitation to abundance. It comes from a generous God that he's on our side. He's providing And when we believe that and we see God that way, uh, gratitude is so much more natural. But I think if we're honest, in the deepest places of our conscious and unconscious, we can have views of God that come from other places than the the scripture story, from culture or from our inner shame or uh, fear of failure um, that we're going to be punished or poor experiences we've had in families, etc., And so instead of seeing God as generous, we can see perhaps uh, that he's stingy or that he's distant, disinterested in us, we're not important enough, or he's disengaged, or maybe he's just disappointed, but he's certainly not leaning in to be generous. So one of the questions that I ask myself is, how how do I see myself? And then, but also then, how do I see God in relationship to me? And when I see and choose uh, to see God as one who is generous and that I am a child, well, then I'm in a position to come to him with uh, thanksgiving. Will you pray with me as we um, lean into this together? And I want you to imagine that you're with me sitting in the room of your home with a Christmas tree, and perhaps there you can visualize many, many presents under the tree. And inside those presents with bows and colored paper, imagine some of your blessings um, in this life, visible and invisible relationships, possessions, experiences, and see Jesus there in the room with you, the one who wrapped these gifts. Imagine him bringing now an armload of these gifts and putting them down at your feet. And he asks you to open one of them. So you take it, you open it. What do you find on the inside? What is the gift that God wants to give you right now in this moment, in this season of your life? What has he already given you? Now there are other gifts you could open, but you stop and you do what kids have been trained to do, right? You don't rush to open the next gift. You run over to him you give Jesus an expression of thanks in word or affection. Do that now with me. Lord, we pause as your children to thank you that really all of life is like Christmas morning, the gifts bundled up underneath the tree of our lives that you offer to us. And so this moment, we just want to pause before we move on to the next moment of our life, the next gift we might wrap, unwrap, we just want to say thank you. We recognize that this comes from you. Thank you for being the source of all good gifts, and thank you for teaching us to be grateful. Amen.